What's the most expensive piece of technology that almost everyone owns? It's probably your smartphone, right? Some high-end smartphones can now set you back well over a thousand euro. And even if you pay up front or through your network contract, it's still going to be a big investment that you're likely to upgrade every two to four years. So is it worth it? And can you justify the large payout? Never mind the network plan costs. I'm Donald Mahan, and here's the final episode this year on Tech You Can't Live Without. Well, to attempt to debunk the notion that a smartphone is just a glorified telephone, here's seven pieces of technology that have been made pretty much obsolete by your smartphone. Number one, the landline telephone, the most obvious casualty of the smartphone. Let's put it this way. If you were to rank all the apps on your smartphone by how often you use them, would the phone app make the top 10? One in four smartphone users have never used their mobile phone device to make voice calls at all. The landline phone had but just one function, and even so, it was light on features. Your phone number? You probably wrote it down and shared it with everyone who lived in the house. Calling another area code? That used to cost extra. And unless you had a cordless phone, it was like using a smartphone with the battery removed while you're on a 10-foot leash connected to the outlet in your kitchen. With the advent of smartphones, millions of landline phones and associated devices were permanently disconnected and the dial tone silenced forever. Number two, point and shoot digital cameras. Between 2008 and 2021, sales of point and shoot cameras fell by more than 97%. Those numbers don't just signify a steep decline in sales. They tell the story of plummeting over the edge of a sheer vertical cliff with an approximate height of 107 million cameras. It just so happens that this timeline aligns with the growth of smartphones. It was really the transition from film to digital that marked the beginning of the end of point-and-shoot cameras. Smartphones have had cameras on them from the very beginning, and since then, they've only gotten better. When the iPhone 6S was released in 2015, it included a 12-megapixel camera as standard that was comfortably the higher end of the range of what people can even see. The camera resolution on current base iPhone 14s remains at 12 megapixel to this day. Meanwhile, the folks at Samsung took a slightly different approach. For instance, the camera on the Galaxy S20 Ultra has a resolution of 108 megapixels. The point-and-shoot camera is as popular as ever, just not as a standalone item. Number three, the pocket calculator. Even if you have a calculator in a drawer somewhere in the house, why dig it out when there's truly a pocket calculator in every pocket in the form of a smartphone? Number four, walkie-talkies. Walkie-talkies were more than just a convenient mobile phone walk-around for the writers of Stranger Things. They used to stay in a variety of workplaces from manufacturing floors to large shopping centres to airports. For some circumstances, they can be a quick and effective tool for getting messages to a lot of people simultaneously. For the uninitiated, walkie-talkies are like a cross between a portable phone and a group text. But what could be simpler than using your own smartphone, which you have access to day and night? Compared to smartphones, walkie-talkies have a number of drawbacks. No scrolling up to double-check the previous message. No images to quickly convey, I need a widget and interference and a limited transmission range can lead to garbled or missed messages and overall confusion. Number five, 
MP3 players. Before the iPhone, there was the iPod, and it's no coincidence that they share the same naming convention. What really did in the MP3 player for good was the fact that a smartphone not only held your music files, but was also connected to an app marketplace. It didn't take long for the concept of music streaming to take off, and then even the MP3 files themselves could be ditched, freeing up storage space for even more apps, as has been the theme throughout. Why have a dedicated device when you can have the digital equivalent of the Swiss Army knife? Number six, portable radios. Before MP3 players, or even before compact discs, there was the humble radio. And what the smartphone did to MP3 players and CDs, it's now doing to radio as well. Traditionally, it came in two flavours. Amplitude modulation, which is AM, which was good for long distance, and frequency modulation, FM, which was less prone to interference. For these reasons, AM was typically reserved for talk radio, while FM was generally for music. Most radio stations now stream their content online through their website or dedicated apps. Of course, now the options are limited, even outside of music. You can have literally millions of podcasts at your beck and call. And as a result, some people believe portable FM radios are going away. Number 7. GPS Devices There was a time every car had a map in the glove box, if not an entire road atlas. And if you managed to get lost anywhere, you stopped on the side of the road and casually looked up the map to probably find you missed a fork in the road 58 kilometres behind. Simpler times, weren't they? Then came the GPS device, named for the array of global positioning satellites that made them possible and plugged into the 12-volt power outlet in your car. At the time, they seemed magical, giving you step-by-step directions to any destination you like while you're driving. Turn right at 400 metres. But then the smartphone came out and had a GPS sensor too within its sleek frame. Unlike many dedicated GPS devices of the time, the maps on your smartphone could be updated every time you use them to account for new and closed roads. And real-time traffic conditions were another kind of magic entirely. Perhaps what ultimately killed the traditional GPS in the end was the fact that smartphones weren't limited to roadways. It didn't matter if you went for a walk, hiking, biking or kayaking. You could even use your GPS while hand gliding if you want to. But maybe don't keep your eyes on the skies. At the dawn of the 21st century, few could have predicted that in just a few short years, the smartphone would impact almost every facet of our lives. From how we book a taxi to order food or paying for anything. Storing your flight boarding pass. How we get to listen to our music and socialise virtually. To a degree arguably greater than anything that had come before. Of course we're also talking about other little things. Your flashlight, the weather forecast, your fitness coach and the thermostat in your house. All rolled up into a single pocket size package. That is the smartphone of today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.